702. The Africa Report with Crystal Odison. Catch up with news from elsewhere in the continent. Crystal, a very good morning to you. Let's start in the Gambia. The marbles have spoken again. Yes, good morning, Bongani. Uh, I thought it's quite significant. You know, we know it's a small country, nestled, you know, in Senegal. But I thought, you know, again, the, the whole notion that people vote through marbles, I find fascinating. Having spent some time in Gambia a few years ago when, well, Yaya Jami was still in power and when people followed you around and you couldn't have decent conversations and everyone was scared, um, I think it's quite significant the country could have an election. So again, you know, the vote was introduced in 1965 because of high illiteracy rate. And so it's very difficult for people to dispute the election because it's so transparent and it's the marble. So we're going to indulge me so that I can explain to you. So what happens is that there's a series of drums with different color party colors painted and then there's a pipe connected. And then you drop the marble in and it makes a particular sound. Um, and then when that, um, you know, when the, when the marble drops, a bell goes off. Um, and then when you start counting, you lay these marbles on a wooden board. Um, it's marked from 100 to 200 votes per board. Um, and political parties can observe this. And um, actually, my colleagues went to observe the election and they sent me videos. And I actually had to watch it a few times for Gary because... But, I mean, just to extend, we all vote with the voting, you know, with our pen, yeah. make our X and Bob your uncle. And yeah, it's all about the marble. So it's quite fascinating. And so having said that, one million people did come up to vote. It was a very peaceful vote. Um, unfortunately, the past few days, um, the losers are disputing the election results. Um, police have fired tear gas. And it is quite significant. Um, Adam Avaro won um, his second term. He, of course, won that first term when Yaya Jami lost the election. He's in Equatorial Guinea with all the money he stole from the Gambia. Um, he stopped talking that he can cure AIDS, but certainly that kind of strongman um, kind of hold that he had on the country hasn't completely been, um, you know, erased. That's absolutely fascinating. Voting by marbles. Now tell me, why does Malawi want Mike Tyson to be their cannabis ambassador? Yes, Mangani. So we know that medical cannabis, um, you know, it's worth billions and every country is trying to bank on it. And we do know, Bongani, through the grapevine, of course, that Malawian gold is one of the gems within the cannabis um, industry and for those that, you know, indulge in cannabis, but also, of course, for medicinal purposes. And so Malawi has, um, you know, they've legalized it and they say that Mike Tyson should be the ambassador um, because Mike Tyson actually, um, you know, he has this... um, He's been a long-time cannabis activist, advocate, and um, he's been developing his own brand. So the Malawian um, government is saying, look, um, if we want to go beat, if we want to um, export our Malawian gold so that it becomes an industry that creates jobs and money for the country, let's knock on the world former world champion and ask him to be our brand ambassador. The Malawians are doing diplomatic shuttling. Mike Tyson has not said anything publicly yet, um, but the Malawians are holding um, their fingers crossed that the former world champion will become their cannabis ambassador. Mike Tyson, he'll knock it out in the first round. Crystal Orderson, that's today's Africa Report.